Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. is Harmontown and it is now in session. Please welcome to the stage, Spencer Crittenden. The mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. I will be guest gom trolling for the lovely, lovely Jeff Davis. I am Brandon Johnson. God bless you. Thank you, Brandon. How are you? Uh, I'm a little. I'm a little drunk already. Oh really? Yeah. Well, we got a late start, so we're just up there yeah. boozing it up. <laughs> uh, sorry, uh, we'll we'll start on time uh, at some point in the future, and if we don't, then we're we're just late starting on time. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, have really bad heartburn. And because uh, I just went off of Prilosec, because uh, I went to the doctor, and I said, uh, and he said, like, how are you feeling? And I, you know, I went in to I go in for my little checkup, you know, like they check the check the liver, check the th- everything, and uh, just the liver. Well, mostly the liver. I'm going for yeah. the liver. Yeah. <laughs> and because uh, I don't want any. Well, whatever. I know I'm going to get some kind of like cirrhosis or whatever or something, <laughs> and then and then people are going to be like, that's right. I, I just hate that. It's like I'm allowed to drink and then die. Like I. <laughs> With with without it being like a told you so like, like it's just like like fuck, fuck you like 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 yeah. wait, so what if I if I drink my whole life and then it's my liver that kills me it's like it's like see <laughs> I, I, I just hate that I hate how we deal with death like 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 we act like it's a disease that uh, but but even worse than that like that it strikes only those that did something to deserve it like you're all gonna die you fucking pieces of shit and 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 by the way I've I've said it before I'll say it again uh, I'll, 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 I'll believe any shit that you say about medicine the day anyone generates a society where the doctors live on average a day longer than the other people there's no fucking doctors don't live any longer right. they know everything and they die randomly because God made us to kill us <laughs> that's our relationship or or we created god to kill us <laughs> keeping things fancy for for brandon a little more collegiate for the for the kids uh but anyway, so I but I've been taking Prilosec for like a fucking long enough to have Alzheimer's for sure. Because if you because if you do die, you don't want to die with heartburn. Yeah, I, and also, but then they, they linked Prilosec to Alzheimer's now, like last year. So the doctor says, "Oh, how are you feeling? How are you going?" You he he says at the end of the whole thing, he is he says, "Is there anything you're worried about?" First of all, you tell me, <laughs> motherfucker, your job. <laughs> Like, how fucking fake is this shit? You would like it's a, it's like a tarot card reader being like, just uh, think about what's on your mind and also tell me real quick. My job. Oh well, then that's what that means. Um, he goes like, oh, are you worried about anything? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. And I'm like, well, wait, well, heart, well, you know, I've been taking Prilosec for like a fucking ever, and uh, should I be doing that? They they they, they told me keep taking it because I, uh, I was fine. And, and and he's like, uh. Uh, and I'm like, because I heard it was linked to Alzheimer's. And he's like, yeah, here's the thing. I want you to get off the Prilosec. 
because it causes Alzheimer's. <laughs> like he acted like I said nothing. He just he just pretended that it was his idea. Maybe, I was like, what the fuck? Maybe he heard your impression of him. <laughs> Ugh, Danny, whatever, man. Is it is it rude to blow your nose in a restaurant? Is it? Yes. But I think the well, I don't mean to ask you a question and then and then disagree with you, but I think the answer is a case by case basis. I think if you can tell, it's going to be audible, like what's in there. I think if uh, uh, I think no one should ever sneeze. <laughs> I think if I, I, I hold in my sneezes, I'd say like 95% of the time, and I'd say it's the right thing to do. I certainly wish to rip off a thought from, uh, you know, Karen and Georgia on my favorite murder. They were talking about uh, shout sneezers. Murderinos. People that scream when they, when they, people that are just like, ah, ah, like, 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 stop doing that. That's oh, a choice. Yeah. That's a choice. Another thing you could do is you could turn a, a sneeze into a yell where you go, huh, 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 ah. Yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this, man. Nothing is more nerve-wracking than people. No, I mean, I, the people when they go like, you know, and you're like, God, Jesus Christ. You're killing yourself. Yeah. For I, don't, I don't want anybody benefit. doing that. Yeah, don't, don't do not do that for me. Like, oh, I'm just doing let it. it. Let it out. <laughs> that, but that's part of why you do it. <laughs> because like you know, eyes are gonna they, that's what exactly it. That's what it, that's the, the stigma. Like you're gonna get a stroke or something. Wouldn't that be amazing if someone was like, <laughs> and they just like topple over and their eye turns red? <laughs> it would be amazing. He was so polite, <laughs> and then his head exploded. It killed him. He was a doctor, but he died at fifty because he was a polite doctor. Uh, well. Uh, yeah, well, I don't think I had anything else to say. Except that I just, look, I blew my nose in a restaurant at a House of Pies today. And I was like, first of all, it's oh, House no. of Pies, so the bar is lowered. And, uh, <laughs> but then I blew it, and I was like, I bet nobody wanted to hear that. Like, like, because it's one thing, there's a, there's a nose blow where it just sounds like there's, a, you know, you're just blowing your nose. And then there's nose blows that's like, oh, two things just came out. I don't know if that you should hear be... Like the thump, thump, you know? No, oh, one wants to, no one wants to hear Foley work like when you're blowing your nose. I think, I I don't, I think if, you could, if it's one sound effect of guy blowing his nose on the sound effect record, fine. If it's two sound effects of like, g you know, grape coming out of a garden hose or something, you know? Like, like, like any, it's still any, a record. If it, <laughs> In your mind, it's still a sound effect record, yeah, which well, I love. <laughs> when I was a kid, they had record albums at the library and uh, I used to always rent the... I would I, I beg my mom, like, can I get this? And she's like, again? It was sound effects record. I would get I would get sound effects records, and I would just sit and listen to them like a fucking asshole. That shit paid, that shit paid off. Just like 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 spooky sound effects. I was really into like the occult and stuff. So there was like, but all year round, I would rent Halloween sound effects records, so, and it would just be like the same shit on every record because they would just be recycled or licensed. It was just like some guy going -da -da on a piano -da -da and then like window shutters and then a cat going Rawr! and I would just sit there and fucking stim and listen to it I'm, I gotta be autistic right like <laughs> I, I, I just like figured out how to start covering it up at like nine or something. So you can't diagnose me now because I'm like Ben Affleck in the accountant. I'm like hiding it. 
No, he's not hiding it. He's like, he's like stoked about it. You got to see Ben Affleck in The Accountant. It's amazing. Uh, it, it, it's so incredible. He's a he's a he's an autistic superhero, because his dad his dad was an army man that didn't cotton to autism acceptance, and so trained him to his his dad figured well if he doesn't like bright lights and loud sounds then he should be exposed to more of them, and he should learn to kill and and so and, and instead of that guy being the villain that guy is like the Obi Wan that's the he's the reason why instead of just a regular autistic Ben. Affleck is an amazing crime fighter uh, because he's part autistic, part functional soldier. <laughs> the, the combination is amazing. He can he can he can autistically aim his sniper rifle. It's so fucked up. Like he he can calculate how to kill you, and uh, it's it's really it's really silly and amazing. It's really that and Lucy. Like you want to watch these movies? All bad movies should be as good as that. Uh, Lucy's that's the one where she's using 100% of her brain so she can just start making people float and stuff. Right? Is that the one I'm thinking of? I did not see Lucy. And Morgan Freeman just keeps narrating the whole movie. At 70% of your brain, you can make shit float. And then she just does it. And there's no conflict in the whole movie. She just like, in the first 10 minutes, there's conflict because she hasn't yet ingested this superhero amount of drugs. And then she becomes a superhero in the rest of the movie. It's just her fucking like making the city lay down or making a building dance. And then Morgan Freeman's explaining in VO why that's possible. And then she just turns into a computer and flies into the moon or something. <laughs> but it's great. It's a great movie. Um, all right, let's bring up uh, let's bring up Rob's Shrub and Cordry. The Robs are gesturing to each other to go for, through the, the stairs. They went up together at the same time. I'm narrating. <laughs> we came up together at the same time. You know, this is a great live show and a better live stream, but it's also an audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to those listeners at home, we did a fantastic bit. And I narrated Even it. Even though no one laughed at it, it was it was funny in a very subtle way. I I really liked it. I yeah. I really liked what we did. I yeah. thought it was it was really good. It was great. It was really good. Daniel, we were on the same page. Hello. Come on, Harmon, don't fuck this up. Um, hi, Dan. Hi. Happy Sunday. The thing's not coming up. That's asking me if I want a mirror. Is, oh, no. Why is the mannequin hid behind uh, the, the dollhouse? Why is it... What? Nice. You, you Some, thought were, I was the mannequin? There were people that thought... It, That's a compliment. That's a sexy mannequin. You think I'm that thin? Oh, I bet I know what it is. All you can see is the dome. All right. Okay. All right. And you saw fishnets. Got it. Okay. You like. You ready, Dan? We've been stalling. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, I don't know. If, you know, I probably won't do this every, uh, you know, I don't know if I'll do it every make week. Make us wait? I'm experimenting with her. I didn't make you wait for any. Shut up. 
like a, I got I got two oh, I got two yeah, robs yeah. up here. You know, yeah, that's a good. There's, a, there's a fucking point to that. If either of you steps out of line, it's like look to your left. It's a problem. Oh shit! <laughs> and I'm someone. And I'm someone's dad. So I got you know I got I got I, I got like uh, topics tonight. It's just like. It's like a slide. This trail. is my this is my mind map. I got entertainment, <laughs> politics, psychology, art, science, and culture. Brandon's Th- face is on cold. Thank board. you, Brandon, for posing for. For those of you, that, they're just laughing at the fact that I've got a quite a visual. I've got a mind map set up here, but but the but the uh, but the but the but the podcast is still going to be very audio friendly. Like so, I and, I and I don't know that I'll have all Sunday to like you know. Like I talked about heartburn. I didn't talk about Ruby Ridge. I saw a documentary about Ruby Ridge. Uh, do you know anything about that? You ever hear of Ruby no, Ridge? I had, no, I don't. I don't. I don't either. It was like the prequel to Waco that makes you go, like, well, why did Waco happen? Why, like, why didn't they learn anything? Because it's just like the government was just like, oh, first they entrapped a guy. Like, they were worried because there were Nazis in the woods. Uh, like, like, there are people out there. But it's like, now I think you, you watch that and go, like, God, the glory days. The fuck. Well, yeah, put the, right. the, 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 remember when uh. the Nazis were in the woods, <laughs> just running around being Nazis and having yeah. like little little what things burning mean? things and like dancing and going like we ought to be in, in the city and like <laughs> I'd love to sing high with more people. Well, you can't. <laughs> you got to stay in the woods. <laughs> Jethro Hitler. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, because now they're in the White House, that it's worse, isn't it? That's worse yeah, yeah, yeah. when they're in the it's White pretty, House. It's pretty bad. I always uh, go, when I go back to, I, li- I, I grew up in New England. Whenever I go back there, um, there, there's bunkers everywhere, like old cement bunkers from World War II. And it always seems so cute. It's, like, adorable. Like, oh, look, they thought people were going to attack from the sea. <laughs> no. No, it's going to be electronically, you fucking dummies. Pepe the Frog will be the submarine that... Going to hack your Amazon account. (laughs) Don't you feel bad for that? Buy some DVDs. Uh, All right. Well, look... So on your yeah, whatever. Tab. I mean, they. So there was this guy that was running around with the Nazis too, but he was really just like he was like a farmer, and like in the seventies, like far far. We really the farmers got really fucked, and um, and this guy was kind of like a you know he didn't he was he wasn't a big fan of the federal government, and he 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 liked uh, his farm and life, and he moved out to the middle of nowhere, and there were Nazis out there, and he kind of made friends with them. And uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> because their cups of sugar were still sweet, <laughs> they just happened to be Nazis. Uh, and there uh, were, and of because there were Nazis there, there were like feds that were like infiltrating and always trying to like you know figure out how do we bust these guys? They make us nervous. And uh, and so they told this guy they, they they it was entrapment. Like they said like Hey, do you think he could saw off some shotguns for us? And he's like Okay, I have a saw. And then they're like, you're under arrest. And he's like, God damn it, no. No. This is because I'm a Nazi, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just because 
friends are Nazis. <laughs> and so he didn't he didn't want to go to jail. So they and then they're like, well, now what are we going to do? He's surrounded by Nazis and has a bunch of sawed off shotguns. <laughs> You didn't take the shotguns with you? Uh, the, <laughs> um, and, and so then, and then it just went to fucking shit because the government was trying to figure out how do you walk in and go and like, they're, they're just, there's kids and there's guns. And, and so they were like creeping around the property all the time for months trying to figure out what to do. And maybe we'll set up a couple more cameras and just watch them a little bit more. And we'll, after a while, we'll figure out an easy way to do this. And then one time they were creeping around the property and the dog started barking and then like um like 5 minutes later no no one knows what really happened everyone's accusing everyone else of being villains but but uh, like a, a, the dog was dead a kid was dead um and everyone was freaking the fuck out and there was a big standoff and then they and then the fucking like they brought they were just had like snipers that were just watching the house and then like the wife walked out and they just fucking killed her and the, like and then the but the feds didn't know that the wife was dead so they kept trying to use her to like get the guy to surrender and go like come on do it for margaret he's like what the hell are you talking about <laughs> she's laying on the kitchen floor and they're like we can't hear you you don't have a loudspeaker margaret loves muffins come on <laughs> <laughs> And he thought they were just fucking with him, like, 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 because how do you kill someone and not know? Um, and the answer is government. Uh, anyways, Ruby Ridge, check it out. Google it. It's fun. <laughs> uh, is it rude to blow your nose in a restaurant? I guess the yeah. answer, what I'm hearing is no. Ooh, yes. Ooh, you had something. Oh, I had something. You had something to say. Uh, check it you out. You know what? I think it is. If you have cloth napkins, if if you're in a nice nicer restaurant that has taken the time to give you cloth napkins, but I still do it. <laughs> I'll still blow my nose in those things. Yeah, I've never done that. That feels like. Yeah, I know. I don't feel good about it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll do it. I'll definitely do it. Yeah. I found out I'm not sexist because I was. <laughs> I was at a rap party for a show that I uh, control from above, uh, and uh, I, I, one of the writers, who is a lady writer, a writress, um, she, who I respect as a human being, I gave her a job on a show, and her partner, by the way, wrote the show while writing a human being in her belly, because because if she needed maternity, double leave, human being, get it? But uh, the, the 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 but so one of the Writer, writresses uh, at the Writress. rap party. Writresses. She, she brought her husband, who I've met a thousand times. And my girlfriend, Cody, who's also a writress, by the way, um, she met the husband. She started talking. She's like, well, what do you do? And I was like, what does he do? He's married to a writer. That's what he does. Um, <laughs> And then his job turned out really interesting. It was like he like designs like video games and stuff, and he particularly is designing stuff that has to do with like helping people's neurology that have PTSD and all this stuff. All this interesting stuff that I didn't know because I never saw him as a human being because I'm not sexist. <laughs> because I respect writers, not men. <laughs> and I hate spouses, not women. <laughs> I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <sighs> well, why don't we check in with the entertainment section here? We've got, got a lot of. See, I'm so excited. It's like a real show. 
Piers. You guys heard about Piers Morgan today, right? Like he. Uh, no, what happened? It turned out he uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I did. I did read this. He, somebody. He was talking about. He was talking about men, men this and men that, and men should suck it yeah, up and men should suck it up. And then and then men should suck it up. Right. So I'm gonna get men that tattooed on my fucking up, balls. Right? Uh, the the uh, and he was like, oh, men this and men that, and then men were tweeting at him and going like, well, fuck you. you once you grow up, like real men know how they feel and talk about their feelings. And then he responded to one of them, is James Bond not a real man then? <laughs> And, and the real entertaining thing was like, then for the rest of the day, he, it was like, you knew something was up. Cause it was like, wait, wait, he doesn't know. But then he clearly, he was like, oh yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I didn't know that. But he responded to every tweet and it just kept going like, yeah, I didn't know. Thanks for telling me what James Bond is real. I thought he was real. And it was like, you did, didn't you? Yeah. 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 He, you, 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 you tweeted 50 times about this. You thought James Bond yeah. was real and you're British. We are, we're allowed to think he's real. Right. Does, does he not hang out with G.I. Joe? <laughs> so anyways, way to go, you fucking ball sack. I hate Pierce Morgan. I guess you're supposed to hate him and that's bread and circuses what, what, or whatever. What is this Adam Ultraberg tagged unit? Well, you're just playing into his trap. Yeah. That's a, Adam, Adam, Adam Goldberg figuring out that's how, all he's been how he doing. Can, yeah, he just keeps tagging tweets because he realizes that'll make a drop down happen yeah. on the... That's so, that's so fucked up. Uh, well, I've got some... Now, don't freak out when I say video fines because you're listening at home and you're chopping your carrots and you're poor and you don't pay this for This part the of the podcast is going to be terrible for you. No, it's not. I no? promise. Oh. So, like... For instance, well, so, okay, so my girlfriend, Cody Heller, like, she, she does what a lot of people does, do. No, does. <laughs> does. <laughs> she, uh, at one point, she started following everyone named Cody Heller on Facebook and stuff like that. I do that. I have a, I have a, I have a couple Dan Harmon friends. Yeah. No, every, everyone should do that. I think it's fun. I'm you also- want to find out what you look like if your parents had actually fed you vegetables. Yeah. I also... <laughs> Like, I follow a you guy that's find like the better his, version of you because if there's like like I look there's a better Brandon Johnson out there like he's fucking successful and he's handsome and, he's, <laughs> and I'm like I'll kill this dude. <laughs> I follow a guy whose first name is Cordry. Really? Yeah. Because his parents were a fan of my like distant cousins who was a uh, journalist for the Washington Post back in the 60s and he asked Ronald Reagan a question once in the 80s <laughs> and they were like yes he he did and they named him Cordry his first name is Cordry so shout out I follow one of the guys I follow on Twitter is Dan Garman <laughs> And so, and so when things are real bad, like after the election, I'll just check in with him and go, what's going on in y- your universe? <laughs> Is it our, your par- you're treating it like your parallel Did Donald self. Grump get elected? <laughs> uh, uh, 
but he's always like, no, it's the same here. My name's just different than yours. Just be, your, your fame doesn't make me an object. Uh, but uh, anyways, Co Cody, Cody, Cody follows a bunch of Cody Hellers, who are all dudes, basically. Uh, um, Cody's more, I guess, skews more of a dude name. Um, uh, and, and, uh, but so, and, and it's just, that the only reason that's important is, that, but all this is is just a random video from YouTube. And if you're listening, you'll hear the audio. There is no, the video is simply, we'll tell you what the video is, but the audio is where it's at. Speaking of hearing the audio, we're going to need oh. to plug in that headphone jack. Good call. Good call, Spencer. Oh, brother. Do you follow any Spencers or do you, are you curious No, I think about it's a really weird thing to do. <laughs> Maybe it's because I have a weird name, but yeah. Uh, are there dicks in this? <laughs> no. Okay. Just asking. <laughs> I think I think I think that's a reasonable question. <laughs> Context, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you made it a question. point to say that Cody's are usually men. Oh yeah, well, the, but I mean, there's a. It, it takes place in a karate dojo. This video, so I guess you could say there's like 50 dicks. But, uh, the, the, but, but so, so it's just this video that's posted of this guy Cody Heller's YouTube page, and I, I guess what it is is it's him like. Except, I think it's it's Cody Heller, who I think is maybe a Russian guy or a Polish guy. I don't know, or maybe it's just his karate instructor, whose voice you'll hear in a second is Russian or something. Um, he's speaking English, but with this like uh, Eastern European accent, and he. He's gonna give Cody Heller, this young man, his uh, purple belt uh, in whatever martial art there this is. And the guy, the guy is so. This has nothing to do with my girlfriend or her name. It's just like that's how we found this random video, and I was just like so entranced by this. I wanted to share it with people because I'm so confused about this guy and his like. I don't his attitude about giving someone a purple belt, and also what you'll do. Yeah, so, so just listen to this guy. Over here training really hard. Yeah, I mean, it's really broad to make him hit this level right now. His name is Cody. Come in here, Cody. Give me this. What? Come in here, Cody. Let me hear. Where is the camera? It's like a casting uh, porn I'm just going to pause it to say it, yeah. So, so is part, this, of, part, of, yeah. Bus, part of the visual is that what? this guy, the karate instructor, I guess has a GoPro maybe like it's nestled like his in his gi. It's yeah. in between my robe, Corey. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think he's being surreptitious. I think he just doesn't, I think he just wanted to, he just doesn't have a harness or he just. Oh, I got a harness. <laughs> <laughs> I have a saddle and a whip, Corey. But the yeah. one, so really all you're seeing is the inside of a guy's coat, and you're just, <laughs> so if you're chopping carrots and listening to this, you're not missing anything, but except except this one thing, he's about to tie the purple belt around Cody, um, <laughs> and, and you're, and I don't, does this guy, I, is he, this, this guy is either not the instructor, or... 
or or is so focused on the martial arts he's never actually tied a belt before. I, 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 like because he starts to put it on. Okay, you've done enough, by the way, belt wise, as, as far as I'm concerned. But now he keeps going. You can't hold him. Better you can't hold him. stuff to the belt. Yeah. That's just a. <laughs> And he hands it off to a guy who just like ties it like a karate belt, and then they hug. Right? And then they hug. Yeah. I just listen to him again. His name though, is Cory. Come here, Cory. <laughs> Come here, Cory. Let me. <laughs> It just sounds like he's up to something. Is that like a? Is yeah. that an, is that an Eastern European stereotype? Is yeah. that like? Is like if you have an Arkansas accent, people like do we? It's bad. We're close-minded. We think you're dumb because you talk like yeah. this. But but like like and is it like if you sound like Eastern European, you sound like you're gonna like fucking murder That's someone? That's like that guy's from the Alabama of, of Chechnya. <laughs> Cody, come here. <laughs> yeah, no, we got your guns in the car. <laughs> We never cut your head and hands off so the fingerprints and teeth can be identified. <laughs> I'm Greek, not Serbian. Oh. Uh, Alright, and I just wanted to share that. I found this on my YouTube channel, and I, I don't know if I ever shared this with anybody. This is from Forensic Files. Again, if you're listening, just listen. You don't, you, there's nothing visual you have to... Yeah. A poison that kills instantly. According to forensic pathologist, Dr. John Butt. <laughs> Dr. John Butt? Dr. John you Butt. You just don't get any simpler than that. What, what, what forensic files were they, were they trying oh, to get was, underneath? I don't think it was forensic files, but it was, that was, that was, uh, what's his name, the it's guy? The poor man's forensic files. Yeah. What was his name? The guy, the the guy that Rasputin. They, Rasputin. Uh, and then here's the only other here's the only other video clip. And again, totally audio friendly for the, those of you fucking assholes that just listen for free and complain. <laughs> this is from the movie. Which one was uh, Pierce Brosnan in Volcano or Dante's Peak? Oh, Dante's so Peak. Dante's, Dante's great Dante's. movies. Pa- so like I don't know. Either do or don't name your characters Harry and Terry if you're in, a, in an action film. Yeah, all right. That's the, I saved the worst for last. I, I understand. But, uh, yeah. It's a, Harry, Harry! Terry! Harry, can you hear me? Terry! Terry, where are you? Harry! Wait, I'm Harry! Terrence! Terrence! Harrison! Harrison! Terrence! Harrison! Harold! What is your full name that you shortened to Harry? Everybody, um, look, in these rude economic times, with global war impending, women's rights being infringed upon at every angle, we forget about the actual victims. People like famous comedian Louis Black, who has ranted so much and so hard that he's run out of rants. 
The millennial so, barbarians are at the gate. Um, there's not anything left to complain about. So Lewis Black turns to you, good fans, to help him rant more. He ranted himself out. He's all out of rant. <laughs> Pay the rant, everybody. So here's what you can do now. You can get upset about something. Ta type your little angry heart out, right. send it to Lewis Black, mm. and hear his famously edgy, horse irritated voice. And he'll pay you top dollar. Well, I don't know about that. He He's just, look, he's ranted about a lot, and right. it's time for you to take over. I would guess maybe. If, if I mean, I haven't spoken to Lewis about this, and I can call him Lewis because I've never met him, um, that maybe he's found out from his fans that they have a lot to get off their chest, and he's like, I, I would love to share your pain. Mm -hmm. Let me help you share your pain. Lewis with a W, but don't guess where. The amazing thing is this show is written by the fans like you. You write your own rants. You send them in. Hey, do you guys have things to get off your chest? Are you also a fan of Lewis Black screaming outrage into a microphone? You now get to put your words into his mouth. It's where the fans hit the shit. I mean, how many times have you heard about something written by the fans. Lassie was written by uh, the fans. Uh, Cheers. Uh, Gilligan's Island. All Lewis pornography. Lewis Black, he has a show on Audible channels called The Rant is Due. Lewis Black, The Rant is Due. I, I just wrote down some of my complaints about, about how hard it is to find a good tailor in Los Angeles. Would you do it as Lewis Black right now? Would right. You, would you... Sure. What is going on with... The lack of tailors in this city. How can you not find a good tailor? <coughs> and so on. You can imagine. Yeah, but, but Lewis Black's show is the funny, not coffee version of this. Harmontown is you ranting for free. So all you got to do is go to audible.com slash Lewis Black, L-E-W-I-S Black. And guess what? The latest episode is free right now. Let's go to one thought-provoking Twitter question. <laughs> I'm so stoked about my technology. Oh, this fucking not Dan Harmon guy keeps responding to everything. All right. How do you feel about L.A. versus New York and the impassioned back and forth between us? Is there? What, is that? what does that mean? Is there the rap? Do you mean like with rap? No, I think just hip-hop. I think just with the cities. East Coast is better than West Coast. All right. That's not a good question. Yeah, no. <laughs> that wasn't a statement. That was we a question. We don't get it. Yeah. We don't get it. Uh, I, I think I got the clear to tell this story about, about Cody. I thought this was funny. Uh, we do a lot of uh, mm -hmm. role-playing. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah? Like Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably not. Shadowrun? Yeah, second edition. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, and it gets pretty violent, sexual, <laughs> creative, rules heavy. Let's say taboo. Beautiful. <laughs> You're both writers, so it gets pretty. Creative. You lose we yourself. We go to some dark, forbidden yeah. places. You kind of lose yeah. yourself in order to verify for our own animal brains that sex Got is it. happening. Got it. <laughs> uh, There's the, visuals to this. No, no. I just wanted, I, I just wanted to tell this story because I, because I, because I, because uh, I love my girlfriend so much, and I, and I, so I just, this really just made me really love her extra more. Uh, okay, lay it on us, Valentine. Yeah, share it with us. Right. We, share with us, pal. We were, we were, we were doing like a thing, so a scene, and uh, sexually, and. Uh, 
and the and the, the the construction of the scene had to do with a taboo uh, <laughs> age dynamic, and uh, and uh, she, she was way older than you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was, yeah, a, it was young doctor and yeah, really I old was, yeah, patient. Yeah, yeah. I needed a college credit. and <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, Daniel, come on over yeah. here. <laughs> My <laughs> rocket chair don't work so good anymore. <laughs> it's centered on a lack of experience on her part. and, uh, and, and but <laughs> I've never had sex before. <laughs> <laughs> I could go at any second. I'm in my 90s. Could you please help a poor old lady out? <laughs> Could you help a poor old lady out? It's she's, so hard right now. As she's, as she's fading out in her twilight. Could you help me? Let me put my teeth in. Uh, um, it was, it was, it was uh, look, I'm not proud of, you know, that's why it's the bedroom and not the uh, boardroom. I, uh, although we've done that, we've done that too. We talked about the boardroom, but, but, but I, but I. Note to self, stay away from the Starburns. Uh, the, no, no, no. Conference room. Australia table. Something. No, no, stop it. Mm, the, 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 oh, the, uh. Mm, I have my sandwich on the table here during the uh, during the during the taboo fantasy I, I was like well if you ever done this before and and she was like uh, well a couple times I mean four or five and I was like okay and then I had more questions I'm like with whom and then <laughs> And then we went into and it was a kind of a circuitous path to 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 then you know just we just did like we, the boardroom yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, we like to uh, review, give notes, give notes. Uh, right. It's not less less notes, more accolades. I think yeah. like it was yeah. like award ceremonies. Uh, when you said uh, this, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. it was really good. I don't uh, feel like uh, your arc really would yeah, have done that. Yeah. That was really good. That was really good. Thank you for giving me a Latin surname. There's not enough diversity in these scenarios. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I was very proactive of you. Um, yeah, we give each other little little props and high fives. And I and I, I was like, why, why, what, what happened with the with the little loop of conversation? Why was, why, why was it so important that the number of times that she had done this or that, and you went into all this detail, and then I had questions, and she's like, oh yeah, I just got, I had an internal logic bump there, like because, uh, you know, I just felt like I. <sighs> You know, the idea was I had never, ever done anything before. Then why would my blowjobs be so good? Damn. And Damn. she wasn't doing That's a bit. I was, I was like, are you fucking... <laughs> like, she was like so... She, I mean, it, it's... Yeah, I just... Read, read I just trying to book. justify. Yeah, she's she, trying to... Yeah. For her, that's a matter of actual... She's a good writer. ...internal logic. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, when ego fucks up role play. Yeah. Essentially. Four or five, though. I mean, that's a lot. I. I, I yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have been like, wait a minute. But. <laughs> because but your it, character was not. Your character no, didn't Your care. character was. Old heli- experienced. Was old helicopter pilot. Old. Old, <laughs> <laughs> helicopter, old helicopter pilot. pilot, brand new private in the military. Joshua Koppel asks on Twitter, "Is the community movie basically a no-go? Asking for a friend? I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I saved that question. I don't Here's know. a related question: Did you ever watch the TV show The Cape? 
I saw, I saw, uh, no. Oh, man. It was great. There was an episode where there was this autistic chick who could, like, murder people with math. It was great. Well, she didn't really murder people. I think she just stopped an elevator or something. I don't know. Continue. She could murder people. She could have, but she was a good person. You minus life equals corpse. And then they they cloned her brain and made her into a Siri console. And they were like, everyone can use this. It's a good show. Did the... Was... Did the... Because the is that a cape power? The ability to make someone no. Into a the Siri? bad guy was trying to uh, make make series for everybody, but the the bad part Television is in prison. In prison, the chick. No, 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 Rob. <laughs> you got so disappointed. Because there are so many great places no. to pitch a series right now. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Did you did you got you guys know about that young lady who stayed at that hotel in L.A. and then they found her body at the in the water uh, water no, downtown I do not. tower. Yeah. Uh, Downtown? The, uh, Doesn't the, sound uh, funny at all. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Is this but, recent? Are, are, so are you guys? F- yeah. What's that? Sorry. Lisa. Lisa Lamb. Lan. Lamb. Lamb. Like bad. Okay. Oh, she's dead. Well, it's not. I mean. Let's, let's yeah, I was stricken suddenly with like, okay, well, yeah. say her name. Uh, the guy behind you tried his best to make a joke out of it, but there's no jokes to be had. <laughs> Are you sure? No Wait, the guy that with the guy that went bad. I think he bah. was just he was just trying to help. Like, he, yes, he, exactly. he was like, I'm gonna. No, help it was you. That, it was the perfect joke. Right, perfect joke. <laughs> it was also funny. Well, so it's still it, it remains a mystery what happened to her. But you get. But did you know about the whole? Have you the heard elevator of the, the elevator game? The the yeah. The, 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 I never knew that. Start that from existed. the beginning. I don't know what you're talking All right, well, about. Rob and I, the Roberts are in the dark. Yes. <laughs> well, this young lady who stayed at this hotel, which is an ancillary fact, it adds to the to the spookiness of it that this hotel is. Oh, the downtown a, hotel. The one that, it's the one that I can't remember what it's called. Is it the downtown it? hotel? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. What uh, that you know, like apparently Richard Ramirez stayed there, and I don't know Sherlock Holmes and broke his toe or something. I don't know, but uh, the but she she stayed there, and then she yeah, then they the, what the the well the facts of the story are that she was there, then she disappeared. She was traveling alone. She was on some meds that she was then off. It was uh, then she was and she was staying in a room with some people who testified to the fact that she she was kind of. Uh, Acting in an off her meds kind of way, but then she. Sorry, sorry. No, what, okay. Somebody, somebody no. just yelled out Mazel. I sound like Mazel Tov. Like, yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm no, no, flattered no. that, that, that no, no. two Jewish people wanted to get married here, but just terrible awful timing. time for a Mazel Tov. Uh, <laughs> Terrible time. The, uh, I'm going to wait for the middle of the sentence. Bah, bah, bah. I'm treading lightly, and every time someone says something out loud, I'm like, uh, 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 because we're in Los Angeles. There's, it's like there's 200 people in the room. Uh, you know, Statistically speaking, there might be somebody who was a friend of this person or whatever. But she was traveling. I don't think she was from L.A. But uh, but uh, anyways, the, so I'm trying not to be as crass as I might be if I was moving very fast telling this story, like dehumanizing her. But uh, what happened is she disappeared, and uh, then she was 
gone for a while, and then people were like, this water tastes bad from the hotel. And then they, they eventually found her body in the water tower for the hotel. It was just, it was just floating in there for a long time. And, uh, and so, but then the video was released from the yeah. hotel, the security video of her on the elevator. I know who you're talking about. Uh, and she's, beha- she's behaving very strangely in the elevator, and it's very spooky. And, yeah. they, and they edited it before it was released, and there's just a yeah. lot of like very strange things about the video and their release of it and their editing of it. Like they changed the speed of it. And if you, um, and that they're, yeah. Uh, anyways, one of the, one of the curious things that came out of like the, the DIY sleuth boards that were analyzing this thing that I never knew about was, uh, this thing called the elevator game, which is this whole elaborate thing where if you go into an elevator, millennials believe, uh, and you, and you prep because they think that elevators just grew out of the ground. <laughs> They were they're, they're post elevator children. I mean, when I, when I was a kid, I don't believe mad, elevators are magic because I saw them being invented. <laughs> they were, they're, 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 we called them pulley cars when I was your age. Um, there's nothing like, magical about them. I want to Uber to the fifth floor. Uh, <laughs> like, um, apparently, there's an elevator game where it's like a urban legend thing where you 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 press elevator buttons in a certain order, and then it's got all these instructions. I wonder what the please know. tell me, and then the devil come. I just the devil come, and then the yes. devil it's dangerous come. territory. You're I know. I'm a little, I'm a little scared comes, to right? just pop open a. Okay, it's terrifying. Like you look at my. I don't let's, want, I want people to see Google my web images. history. Still yeah. dangerous. My web let's history. Go to your search history. Australian yeah. accent tips. Oh shit. Hee haw. Oh shit. Jeff Daniels, Wikipedia. Kate Beckinsale's IMDb. Jeff Daniels. Uh, Trump intelligence allegations. Donald Glover makes magic with touching speech after winning Best Actor in a Comedy Series. Woo! The Wikipedia entry for Spaniel. You've been trumped. Trump intelligence allegations. FXX still work in progress. Update on networks pushing animation. <laughs> Louis C.K. Albert, but all right, whatever. <laughs> um, wow. Okay, hold on, wait. I need to... I'm, I'm really brave and bold for doing this, but... Yeah, be careful. I just want to... This is... I'm really nervous I don't like right this now. At all. Why am I nervous? I don't like this at all. This is not cool. The elevator game. Get the fuck out of here. Urban legend ritual game from Korea. Uh-oh. That means it's legit horror. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the death of Elisa, Elisa Lam provided an opportunity to boost the game's nor- notoriety. That's a weird take yeah. on it. It was great <laughs> for the game. Elevator game stock I is through you. the roof. Uh, floors to visit. The player must stay in the elevator for the entirety of this game and press the following floor buttons in sequence. One, four, two, six, two, ten, five, one. The game rules state that if the ritual succeeds, when the player finally presses, instead of going down to the first floor, the elevator will... Re- did a Korean write this? The elevator will return to the 10th floor. Alternative world is the header of this next section. The game goal is to access quote, another world, unquote. The 10th floor should lead to an alternative reality where nobody exists except for the player. Uh, travel back. Let's go there. The steps must be done awesome. in the same sequence then to the 5th floor. The, then the final button will return the player to the 1st floor. The game rules ask the player to check for small things to be sure they are back in the real world. Uh, the 5th floor ghost girl. That's what I was interested in. At the 5th floor, a girl could appear. <laughs> in person or disguised. 
Uh, luring the player. The game rules state the girl must not be talked to. Yeah, that, that was the creepy thing that's not even in this thing. Hey, who are you? On a specific floor, there's a girl. What's your that, name? On, this, on a specific floor, there's a girl that gets on the elevator and she says, where are you going? Do not answer her. <laughs> Something like that. That's the creepy thing. That's fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I just thought... You so know. this elevator has the ability not not only to take you to another place, but it's also to conjure a ghost. Man. Well, they, and they, and the full idea that I it's read about elevators. it was that at the end of this thing, the most you can accomplish is just you get to this alternate reality and you get to a floor and there's a door ahead of you and you'll never make it to the door. But you, the I think the best you can do is like walk for a while and then pass out and then you wake up in a random location. So well, then everybody's water, like a like water a water tower, tower. water tower, uh, except for this young lady's parents who are like, it's not a bit. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someone killed her. All right. You know well, what I Probably think? someone killed her. I ca- People I, I, don't I, teleport into water towers. It's, it's, it's That's weird. coming from the dungeon master. <laughs> I know a lot about teleportation. <laughs> the tough thing is that she was in there for so long that there's no possibility of any kind of like there she she was this is this is awful to, to say but there's no she you know she was like she was sort of anything that could have provided a clue uh, significant decomposition. She was like, yeah, she was sort of dissolved. Um, and people and, were bathing in this and drinking this. And, and they were, they, and those people all, I mean, I don't know what kind of settlements they got, but they were drinking Traveler for like days. Uh, uh, it was like a sickly sweet odor in the thing. And there was like, can you That's, just imagine? They always say that about death. Sickly sweet. Yeah. It must be true. <laughs> Jesus. Will we see any commentary on the 2016 election, the Trump administration, and Rick and Morty season three? No, we will not. Oh. Because it's, we were, we, just, we didn't just, even know. We just that that raced right out of that bit. Yeah. <laughs> Into something else? Do you think it's possible to ever really know another person? At Julia7 asks. Do you think it's possible to ever really know another person? No. <laughs> Because Is that apparently, the Mazel Tov girl that's just Mazel cackling Tov, like yeah. a because like apparently a, a witch just snuck yeah, in the like room a, like a Home Depot <laughs> witch decoration. It's the ghost girl. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Tituba? Mazel Tov. <laughs> um, there's a two drink maximum tonight, folks. <laughs> uh, you know what we could do? I, I actually. I have a lightning round of uh, Twitter questions that I thought I, I could. Uh, lightning round. What oh. is the answer to the question we should ask you? Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite pastry? Empanadas. Empanadas. Using your socks as napkins. That's cool, right? If you're alone. <laughs> Major in college? Journalism. With a minor in psychology, but I dropped out halfway through my freshman year, so it doesn't matter. What is your advice to young writers who are scared to take chances in our nation's current political climate? Uh, Write about being scared to take chances. Uh, Is the Rickmobile real? I think so. Yeah, Yeah. it seems to be. Knight Rider, the A-Team. Knight Rider. Whoa! Uh, What's the project you've most enjoyed working on? This show, I think. I, I, I like this show. Uh, what happened to your elliptical periscope sessions? Fuck you. All right. <laughs> no, I'm going to... Thank you for... Thank how you did for your, your, how did your trainer... Thank you, Daffy, at yeah. Daffy Woods. 
It's good that you uh, had all those questions lined up for yourself there. Yeah, you couldn't get any for Rob. <laughs> you got like nine people on stage who were listening to you answer questions. I mean, you could have elaborated as well. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, 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 I'll pick a topic that, that, that you guys can join in on. Let's go to psychology. Ac All right, action and thought. Yes, on both of them. So my therapist, my therapist blew my mind on Friday. She said, uh, your thoughts, you, it, it will never lead to action. Your thoughts are kind of, uh, well, some of this I'm putting words in her mouth, but this is my interpretation of it. Your thoughts are kind of ever, never going to be more than kind of a, a catalog and analysis of, the, of, the, of your experiences and behaviors. Like, you can't actually, so if you just keep thinking about action, it'll never result in action. Whereas if you do things, it'll result in new thought. So you have to act to create new thought. You can't think to create new action. And that really made sense to me and also bummed me the fuck out. Because as with the elliptical thing, it's like, yeah, I have to get on the elliptical. The answer to what happened to the elliptical sessions is I stopped doing it because maybe a vacation or maybe a bad mood or a holiday or something. Some excuse I had, something that interrupted, oh, I can't get on the elliptical. And then so then my behavior changed and then my thought changed and my thought never started. And it's like the I have to just get on the goddamn elliptical, at which point my thought will change again. And it's kind of a bummer because you're like, so I have so. So, like, you have to do shit that you don't really think about doing in order to think new stuff. That sucks. <laughs> or you, you know, because we're creatives, we get shit on for not having a nine to five necessarily. So when we want to go to like to the beach or go thrift shopping or go do something that seems like it's anti-productive, we feel guilty. But the act of like getting up and walking around, even if it's to do something that's kind of bullshit, actually steers us back into writing and being yeah. creative. Well, but we never keeps, get yeah. we never get taught that. Yeah. We always get keep your claps for creation. <laughs> Half y'all motherfuckers should be at home writing right now. <laughs> Don't try to professionally procrastinate with me. I go see Dan Harmon. You should be writing in your journal. <laughs> Um, so it sucks because we get told like we want to fuck off and drink smoke a little pot do something on just a Tuesday at, at noon but we get told that's shameful you shouldn't do that but it's actually for no, us that's gar yeah that's total garbage Cody just went through this she's 12 years younger than me uh which is it's weird because her blowjobs are like a 50 year old. That is hilarious. Um, but uh, the 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 it seems like she seems like you've done this 900,000 times. The um the the, the, the she but I'm because she's 12 years younger than me so she, I'm kind of watching another writer go through a lot of shit that I have gone through and I'm I'm an, I have my own problems but uh, uh but but I, I I do know for sure like I tell because I watch first of all the fact that. Like, like, you know, just like, like Dorothy Parker said, I hate writing. I, I, I love having written like, that's what she, that she, I watch her like, like hate 
the process and then she just need, wants everybody to re- read her shit and like she gets this like fix for five seconds of like oh I did a good job and then this crash but um, also just like the endless punishment of the self for not writing which doesn't really make any sense because it, it, it's like you you have to just like kind of be depressed a little bit it is part of the process you're like a you're like a little cauldron or an oven you're not going to be like a happy camper the whole time if you're making something that consists of of all of the emotional things that human beings go through when they go through a story like Part of that is going to be you being all bummed out with yourself and like sleeping or playing video games or, or or just getting high and like beating your head against the wall or watching Ben Affleck movies. Like you're you're just doing all the things that people do to torture themselves. The 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 the, the, the you you the the, the, the and, and like I, but here's the crazy thing that happened. Like Cody was like she wrote two scripts that were that were really good. She did it. She did her job. She she had a deal to write these two scripts and she wrote them. She turned them in and and um, they were like these are great. Can we get two more? Which is like their way of saying these two are uh, great. And I, I I knew that would happen. And then she's like okay, I got to do two more. And then she just and she was like I'll have them done tomorrow because she was on this high, which is also fine to be wrong to be wrong about what you think you're going to be able to do. But then and then she crashed. She's like wait I don't feel like writing anymore. Yeah. And then she was like. I feel so sad and I was like you're supposed to feel sad just lay there and it's like this weird conversation to have with somebody where they're like I feel sad I feel untalented I feel not like doing anything I feel like laying here like a lump and to say to somebody that's what you should be doing that's what you should be feeling how long do you recommend that goes on I mean eventually you're gonna have to get back to work right I I, but it's a it's it's a couple weeks I don't know it kind of depends it's the masterpiece race if you make a masterpiece, it could go on for the next 30 years because right. <laughs> it's so hard to churn out true, a yeah. masterpiece in your lifetime. But if you're not, if you haven't churned out a masterpiece, your ass should probably wake up every day at nine and get to it. <laughs> you know. But she, she, she went through a couple of weeks where it was, she finally because her therapist and I were saying the same thing, which is like, you're fine. You're, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Just lay there like a lump and watch forensic files. And, uh, and that's what we did for weeks. And then the really funny thing was that at the end of it, she, she got up one morning and she was like, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go. I gotta go somewhere, and I got. I, 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 I gotta. I gotta write. I think I'm gonna go into a hotel for a couple of days. And I immediately was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> but it took, it, it took me a whole day to realize. I was. I was like, "I'm sorry. I didn't like because it was like I had become the cocoon." And so for her to finish, it's it's not like a butterfly goes like I'm stoked about being in a cocoon. Slippity doo da, flying away. Um, do, do we have to pay? for that if I said that on the stream the, 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 but of course you're, the real of, of course you're going to be like the first thing that you're going to do isn't going to be like I feel like writing you're going to be like frustrated and go like god damn it I fucking can't stand it anymore which is different from I feel so dead I feel like I can't do anything those are two different things if you feel irritation that's like a coming out of an egg or a chrysalis you're like like fuck I can't fuck it you should follow that impulse like I want out of here I want to go do something even if that thing isn't writing you got to go do that but i at the time the funny thing is that i my immediate reaction was like fuck you you gotta warn me about yeah. this stuff you can't just decide you're gonna go yeah. check out and then i was like wait a minute what am i what did i expect how did i expect this process to end i am the cocoon i'm gonna get ripped apart and she's gonna leave me to go be a butterfly for a second and write, you know, write a script over the weekend 
and probably fuck a hundred dudes. <laughs> with, the pro, with the professional ability of a 50-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, action and thought. So tomorrow, even though I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to get back on the elliptical, and then I'm going to like think that I should get up. Because when I was on that, it, it, it took no time at all for me to be like, I would be like, late for meetings because my compulsion was to get on the elliptical once I was doing it. It's just like Newtonian laws. Like you, if you're doing it, you tend to keep doing it. If you stop, you tend to stay stop stopped. And I'm not being one of those preachy, uh, exercise people. I'm uh, not to my, my listeners, but, um, uh, that's the sad thing is like, you got to just like do some crazy. If that's what this podcast turned into, (laughs) it's like a, Health, health podcast like a like a, well I mean like I mean, yeah like if, I, if I just started cage fighting with Joe Rogan like, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm just pushing like different yeah. vitamins yeah. and stuff you gotta take your sponsored by uh, <laughs> GNC <laughs> brought to you <laughs> I'm telling you bulletproof I, I'm drinking these ginseng Vicodin shakes. <laughs> My, 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 I was losing my hair, but now there's dicks growing out of my head. I'm like, it's called the Medusa zone. And you got to do it. You got to go through this process. You got to have a hundred dicks growing out of your head. You jerk them all off, and the cum, you got to keep that cum and put it in the freezer because it's not cum, it's vitamins. Keep that cum. Got to keep that cum. It's not cum, it's vitamins. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and another thing, another thing I've been talking to, to Cody about because is we, I, I, like it's the it, for for those of you who are actively writing. Uh, I, here's something that I've never really that took me like 20 years to figure out. You 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 know there's two modes of writing, which is like sometimes I equate to sometimes you're the chess piece and sometimes you're the chess player. Like sometimes you're like you have to like get immersed in your own shit, and that can be counterproductive because you should be thinking structurally. Like so you all know if you're if you've ever tried to write that you know you get stuck on page one because anything can happen and you're like what the fuck's supposed to happen and with you know at that point you should be thinking structurally like more macro but you also don't want to just be a hack that's like well every story is like this and it goes like that like the magic happens inside the story so what i'm just realizing watching cody work is that I think that I've been making the mistake of thinking that you're supposed to think structurally up until a point where your structure is done, and then you're supposed to think immersively. Uh, immersively, um, but but you may never finish that structural work because it may start to generate all kinds of question marks, and you actually find your structural uh, uh, inspiration by going into your shitty, fucked up structural story and like living in it as a passenger, where you can clearly see what's going wrong so like, like i think the better metaphor now that that, uh, that i'm i'm landing on is it's like it's like train tracks is the structure like you could you could say willy-nilly and and probably should be more willy and nilly in structure because you don't want to waste too much time on structure just say for instance this is going to go from chicago to philadelphia that's like saying like boy meets girl boy loses girl boy like you you just like whatever your story your basic story is knowing that it's going to change like it's just a plan it's going to go from chicago to philadelphia you could if you really don't have any further passion about it i guess you could get meticulous and go 
and, and it's going to go over this river and all this stuff. But you're still just thinking structurally. And the truth is the thing that makes your movie, TV show, poem, whatever you're working on good is stuff that happens inside a train car. And like some stuff makes use of the fact that you can tell you're on a train, call that maybe meta or like uh, uh, high concept or something where it's like, wow, I can really feel the structure as I'm riding in this train car. But then other stuff is like, I didn't even know I was on a train. Yeah, because they just said it goes from Chicago to Philadelphia and it's level the whole time and it's quiet. And but but really, it's just like a thing that happens inside a boxcar. Uh, like so. And I think that you have to I think we have to uh, go back and forth. I think you have to lay track or lay plans for track and then you got to get in the car and then go, OK, Chicago to Philadelphia. Let's see how that works and let it be like screech fucked up that just makes no sense and then change it from to chicago to florida or because that's a city right the the <laughs> it's the story of a person who failed geography uh becoming a writer and telling people what to do the the <laughs> the, the you you change the generalities because they're easy to change then you get back in just i think it's more it's important not to have an end goal when you're working on structure or when you're working within you got to get out of either it's almost like i don't know what to do with this new epiphany how are you doing rob are you having a good time yes okay no this is good this right. is really good stuff okay i was i Keep was going I, was, I couldn't tell if you were listening no, or fuck yeah, to i was yourself. listening uh fuck sometimes you, you're the one who invents a new structure it's almost like you have to say set like an egg timer kind it's kind of thing where it's like okay I, I worked on structure now i have to force myself to do that thing where i'm like yeah but what does mikey feel like in the in the scene but then you have to also not get sucked into that for too long because that'll drive you nuts yeah. so it's like you have to go back and forth it's like if you were building a tube you would want to be outside the tube and inside the tube at equal amounts of time you don't want to spend too much time like tube constructing are there any tube workers here anybody work on tubes because there's shit for on the inside of the tube that you're not even going to realize till you get in there and you're like oh man i didn't know i was making this out of so what's the transition like between uh moving from inside the tube to outside the tube I don't, well, I mean, it's... No, what is that? No, for real. I'm not making a joke. Well, I like, kind of feel like, like a, you could characterize it as like working on a whiteboard or with note cards versus like actually sitting at the yeah. keyboard and like like where you're typing dialogue. That's an easy distinction. That's kind of how I characterize it. But that could be different for other people. Because I feel like when I sit down and start typing dialogue, I'm like inside the thing. Right. And so I'm actually like, I might jump from character to character, but I'm... But I'm actually sealed within the reality. You're not building it; you're smoothing it out. Right. But then there's. But then if I'm standing at a whiteboard, you know, it's like, okay, what should happen? You know, and then you're you're having these like weird conversations that God has about people. Like, <laughs> what if what if a bunch of people got cancer? Hardy har har. I'm God. I don't give a fuck. Do you do you uh, do you structure like? Per scene or just the whole the whole thing the whole story like if you're working on like oh I've got to work on this scene today do you structure out the scene and then go in no I'm not what what am I productive I don't know <laughs> no I don't I don't I don't I don't whatever. I don't have a process yet I'm, right. I, I like whatever wh works. when we worked in TV on community and Rick and Morty like the thing that that the 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 nature of the beast becomes break the story and then take the broken story and send it to outline and then take the outline and send it to script. And I kind of, and, but then we end up re-breaking everything. We always end up re-breaking. And, 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 and we look at that as like a crime. Like we're like, 
Andy Bobro was the fire marshal uh, for uh, on, on community, like they, 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 because it was like some fire Paramount like building code thing. Like he was the official fire fire steward or something. Like he was the guy whose job it was to know when there was a fire. So they Paramount like showed him a closet where there was an orange vest and two cones or two high flashlights. What? This is serious. Yeah, and he would, but he would, he would. Of course, there was never a fire, but he would, he would grab them when there was a rebreak, and he would run down the halls at Paramount and go, rebreak! <laughs> Made me feel like shit. Because the joke was on me, because it was, oh, it's, we're, we're, we work on a psychos show. There's a rebreak happening. Why can't, you, why can't you just air, why can't you just air what we wrote yesterday and get an Emmy, you fucking narcissist? <laughs> fucking dumb, fat blowhard. Is that you or Bobro? <laughs> no, it's, it's Dan. I think it's, it's Dan. Yeah, I'm not going to call Andy Bobro a big fat blowhard. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> this, I told I told Brandon to <laughs> I told Brandon to make a face uh, uh, the the face of someone who had been told they were the culture icon. <laughs> Dan was working so hard on this before. That's why we were so late. No, that's not. That's it's not. Why we're so late. <laughs> really? That's not. Why we're so true. late. We were waiting along with you upstairs. Yeah, we were waiting on Steve Levy. Yeah. yeah. Steve, Levy Steve Levy's up. fault. <laughs> Can we get a, a pillow for, for Steve? He's just like uh, hanging out. No, he, he loves, loves it. it. He, he looks, looks good. He looks good. He looked sad. <laughs> lonely. Healthcare. Oh, nice. Oh, oh I texted God, this to Spencer and then I saved it because I thought it was a good observation. Conservatives act like socialism is the opposite of capitalism, but their whole perception of poor people is inherently socialist because they expect their pursuit of happiness to generate so much revenue that even the people they fuck over have less to gain by slitting their throats. That's one big fucking federal program. And that funding just got cut uh, <laughs> because poor people are mad and they're going to get sick and they're getting sick in both parties. And we're, we're in a real fucking emergency situation here. Like, this is the beginning... This healthcare thing seems like something you've been hearing about your whole life, but the 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 thresholds that have been crossed now are like so fucking official. Like like it's like it it really is let them eat cake like feudal Europe level shit. Like like to say that, that because underneath all this stuff, people act like they're arguing about math and concepts and philosophies because no one is going to profit or live through the day by saying what's really happening, which is rich people are just saying, look, times are tough all over. Uh, 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 living long is a uh, is a luxury. It's like cable TV, uh, Teslas, uh, uh, your kid going to college. These are, these are privileges. Uh, and you should either be born rich if you want those things, or you should work really fucking hard or get really lucky. And that's what capitalism is. And like, I don't see why you people are bitching so much and why we should have to pay for your, your AIDS and your cancer. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, when I went to Fiji, it was like, I, I just, like, like the life expectancy of the people that work by the pool is like fucking 20 years less than they got the people great water. That, 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 in spite of the great water. I love their like, water. This their is water a real is awesome. thing. If you, if you look at I'll third, pay extra for their water. <laughs> yeah, the water's. If you look at third world countries that have resort sentiment stuff, it's just like that is the way that your Republican congressmen see the future. Like they, they don't 
see a problem with the idea that being poor should equate to a 20 year less lifespan like 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 and that's what's really being said to you right now is uh is yeah enough's enough like 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 we lived in la la land long enough of this idea that that everyone was going to have coverage if you get cancer and you're poor then you're going to die that's that is the real conversation that's happening and i I don't know why i'm lecturing you like you don't know that but i'm just saying like 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 i just want to say it out loud because like some of us i think we're walking around going is that what's really being said right now or because we're so used to this chatter of like oh i think so uh uh, iowa senator so-and-so just said the blah 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 uh because it's called this senator it's like we kind of like are still in this mode where we're calling each other out on semantics but we've gotten to a point where the semantics don't matter the actual fundamental thought that's being uh communicated to us is that they actually think that you should die they're actually telling you to fuck off and die and and they're saying it in different ways and people are at town halls going you're telling us to fuck off and die we see you we hear you that's what you're saying and they're running out of the town halls and hiding and they just they just did this thing anyway despite they're saying like they're just going they're just doing what they were going to do anyway it's fucking insane um i i i i i have no solutions as usual the the but resist but we, we have solutions do we you know, have any we, idea how much harder do. it is to do what they've just done for the last two months than it is to call for impeachment like google bill clinton impeach like 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 they fucking know how to do this shit democrat republican congress people know how to move to impeach it's not that difficult like like and everyone is just they're just holdovers from a different time i don't know what to do do we grab pitchforks we're they're killing us they're gonna kill us we continue to monetize the democratic push for 2018 we take congress back we all can write legislation that's the great thing about america is that anyone in this room could write a bill and then push it you you would start at your state level so we are kind of fucked but we we do outnumber them there is hope we are learning am i right are we learning how to mobilize and also here in california especially because we have one of the largest gdps in the world number six like yeah number six guys six that's pretty good uh so that that actually commands a lot of power you talking about california that's yeah california yeah. that's why yeah i want to like i i Every time I talk about politics, we end up realizing the solution is to act locally, clean up our own shit, and then set an example for the outlying territories. But yeah, like fucking California should like just become – we don't have to secede. We can functionally secede by being the only state in the union that's in the black. Everything they say is is right on the money, the secession people. Right. But – I mean, come on. We're it's not going to secede. Not, well, it's like, why buy? It's I like, think like it's you, just like an extreme uh, thing they say to, to let's talk about these issues. Right. And my, uh, my producing partner came up with a great idea. He is, he I has knew the producing lawyers. you were doing wasn't solo. I yeah. knew it. Right. I got a good one going on. <laughs> I have a partner. There's always. I have a partner or two. <laughs> um, he is doing a uh, he's right he's having a lawyer draw up a uh, ballot initiative right now to rid California's pension fund of all everything that's not SRIs socially responsible investments and that will fuck fuck the whole world 
if we do that. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> no, because, so is no, that like because a we invest we a lot in tobacco and then uh, and, uh, and, and the rest of the oil and oil and stuff. If we stop, if the sixth largest GDP in the country stops investing in oil and tobacco and, and things like that, then that will send a message. That's the only way to to have the rest of the country give a fuck about us. I wish there was a way that California could have its own health. They uh, are they're pushing model. for single player single payer. So California will eventually have its own um, health pl- like health plan system. So I know I know that people are really trying, like you said, Rob, of making California be the place that people learn how to do things across the country and that that can happen because we're we're sort of light years ahead of the country as we, we should, I, we should we, 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 like the, the 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 amazing thing would be california as the liberal version of the iron bank in game of thrones that we're just like that with every state that starts to go bankrupt because of free market deregulation and the, and then their rivers start to be filled with bloodthirsty scorpions like they come to us and we come out in robes and go like eh, hmm, well let's open the books like uh, yeah, ideally looks yeah. like you have three congressmen that are Nazis. Like, I don't think that's a good investment for right. us. Yeah. I recall it was you. Go back to your people and have some rallies and clean up your, your yeah. state because we have an election coming up and California doesn't want to live in shitland. Right. Uh, you we, failed to legalize marijuana. Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, California, like, like you know, we're the bluest state in the union, and you still saw the numbers. Like, what out of Three out of ten people at, at your Trader Joe's like secretly voted for Trump. It's like um, I'm sure those people aren't really like at Trader Joe's in Los Angeles. But no, but no, they, they, they Trader Joe's at outside in, 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 in yeah, the Riverside Inland Empire Trader Joe's. It's like uh, yeah, tra- Trader Trader Jethro's. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> there's well, uh, garlic stuffed meth. What? <laughs> Organic. <laughs> um, the the, but yeah, I I I I. I, I it sucks because we were chilling, man, and uh, now we all gotta get busy. Yeah, we had such we, a great time. Didn't we, we were having a great time. We were having such a good time. <laughs> we were having a good time. But but, but aren't you worried about the? Are you better off like? like better off now. Yeah. Are you are you are are you are you are. You're not a Trump supporter, but but you're you're. We're better off now because we're energized. Oh shit! Did I just say that? Yeah, yeah, now you now you're involved. Yeah, now you're involved. Yeah, now, I mean, potentially we're better off. Oh man! <laughs> Come on! By all means, interrupt them. <laughs> Something that does concern me or that I see coming is like I think there's going to be a bunch of Republicans or Libertarians that that in the next couple of years, they're going to start receding to a position of they're going to go, we're disrupticons. Like we 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 never supported Trump or believed that he was good for the country. We just saw that you libtard snowflakes needed some shaking up. And we were right about that. And I can't wait to spit in their face. And like I I, 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 like but yeah, I'm just so panicked about it's the it's the whole Bernie Hillary holdover. It's this it's the socialists versus the the liberals. Like what the 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 this thing of like I I it's like the Republican Party got hacked, decimated, and then repaired. Like right now they're like 
suturing through their greed. They're like coalescing and going like, but at the end of the day, we love money. <laughs> and they're, and they're, they're solidifying. And the D Democrats are going like, remember that thing you said on that March motherfucker? Like, like we're, we're, we're in danger of further fragmentization in, in a, in a way, but it's like, and it's this whole conundrum where you're like, you want to fight the death star and there's no better way to do it, it seems, by, than by constructing a bigger space station that can destroy more planets. And how do you do that? Except, well, we should have more black in our costumes, and we should. And, it's, and then there's the people that keep going, "What are we doing? Stop!" Yeah. Like, like one of the, the issues is that we didn't. I think the left didn't know um, how fragmented it was. It is, I think a lot of people on that side assumed that we had gotten past some things like racism and misogyny. And what we're learning about ourselves, I think, is that there's still a lot of bullshit in our own party. So it's hard for us to come together. And we're also learning, I hope, that it's called fucking politics and democracy because if the issues are super fundamental and you're fighting for things that are as fundamental as like almost like people should have water, then that means the war you're fighting is between armies so big, a huge majority of the people fighting side by side with you are going to be fucking stupid. Because most people are dumb. So if you're waiting for a political party that's going to, one, be all smart people, and two, win, then you're a fucking idiot that's just on the sidelines like Statler and Waldorf just going like, oh, more like Muppet stupid. Uh, like, I'm, I'm just not impressed by that anymore. Like, I used to be one of those guys, you know? I, I, was, like, I was like a fucking like, weird third-party like, guy, and now I'm like fucking cut out and and like I'm 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 libbed up and dimmed down and cut out and libbed out. I'm I'm, I'm 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 eating that Hillary pussy and fucking <laughs> like I don't know, man. I'm just because I'm just like fucking. We gotta because I nothing. I, it's the thing that shook me up. My fragile straight white like like eggshell was yeah the idea that oh so if I just keep sitting here and going you know why that's stupid. You know why that doesn't make sense? You know, I, all I need is a blaster by my side. I don't believe in no force. Um, that if I keep doing that, I'm going to end up living in a universe controlled by lizard people. Like, like, and, and, and that's no good for my smuggling neither. And, 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 and so, I, so I'm just like, yeah, I was like, I, I'm not just going like, to keep going, yeehaw, at the end of the movie. I need to like, actually like, notarize shit. I don't know fucking what the hell he's supposed to do. I just, I, I'm just like, I, I, just, I have amends to make. And a, and a, I was like, okay, I'm fucking sorry. I keep flickering. Remember that thoughts and action thing? This is a great place to merge all that. Yeah. yeah so that's so I went. I, so I went to I went to that one march. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I came up with this great story. Line. Well, we're gonna. Well, well, we have here at Starburns with the, at the castle. You know, this is one room where we take. We'll we'll be streaming this show, and then as things go from bad to worse, we'll keep meeting here on Sunday in Burbank, and it's right off of all the freeways. So you know, like. <laughs> You know, this is a good apocalypse. Like, uh, uh, I think uh, we're outside a nuke range. If uh, if they hit LA, yeah, we're downwind. Right. <laughs> and That's bad. there's a garage. This place used to be a trucker garage. We shot Anomalisa here next door, but with our little puppets. But my plan is, and don't abuse this. Don't tell anybody outside this room. <laughs> 
I want to get an RV and start damnation alleying it like next in the in the garage next door so that like and then you know we used to we started this podcast by going maybe we should go to the moon but like this is more like we need to we're gonna need to run over some giant scorpions like like we 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 need we need to stockpile weapons and And learn macrame signups for human minesweepers. The apocalypse happens tomorrow. I'm going to somehow drag my family up to Starburn's castle. Like, somehow we got to get here. That's going to be the movie that we... And we can have, like, we can have a fleet of automobiles over there that are all, like, have, like, baby spells on the grills. A bunch of vans to Los Feliz and Silver Lake to pick up all your friends. And then we just caravan, and I guess we get stuck in traffic. And And then we're going to be the best army ever. (laughs) We're going to kick so much ass. I'll tell you one thing: the the blowjob instructor is gonna turn <laughs> is gonna make men out of these mice. <laughs> Jeff Spencer, what height is your underwear game at? At the top height. Ground floor, baby. How do either of you know that? Well, I know because I'm wearing me undies right now, and I think I am flying on gossamer underwear wings. All right, all right. Well, I was gonna. Okay. And cool. I know that because I'm not doing that, so I'm not why, why, good. You're living in a benighted twilight shitscape. That how do I get out? You get some nice meundies. They mail you underwear, and it's. It, it, I've got to tell you, I'm not joking. This is not us doing a fake ad. They're deliciously comfortable. They're amazing, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, and it will sound crass, but we're talking about underwear, and it's an important selling point. Guys, just talking to guys uh, or anyone with a thing sticking out in front. And, and I know you think that yours isn't sticking out that much. Mine is, isn't either. But it, it, the amazing miracle of not regarding that thing as a mistake, but instead providing it with egress, i.e. a little pouch where it could just just a little cup. You know how in movies, uh, women in body armor, like superhero women or things like they just conveniently have like boob room on their like chest plates. Like, it, you know, there's boobs behind there. It's it's not entirely sexist. It's also like, well, yeah, the alternative would be to squish. And that's what men have been doing with their thingamabobs forever with the regular cotton un- underwear. It's just like we wrap them like we're Yentl uh, 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 trying to pass for uh, not, a, not a dude by, by, by wrapping our junk. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like people throw the word package around, but in these, you really feel like it's a Christmas package that, that needs to be unwrapped by your significant other. Or maybe by yourself later on. You don't have to be Magic Mike or the or his ilk to like to to, to benefit from a little pouch in front. Miandi's modal fabric is so soft; it's like being caressed by the velvet hands of angels at all times of the day. In all the places where you'd want an angel to touch you, right? And in none of the places you don't want an angel to because touch you. Because also, the TV show "Touched by an Angel" didn't even really touch you where you needed to be touched. This is the thing is that we continue as a society to separate God from what we are. Uh, spiritually speaking, where are you the most human? It's in the place where you make more humans. And guess what? You can save time and money each month with a monthly subscription. <laughs> Spencer, you're, you're all business. And this, this guy's not even wearing me on these right now. <laughs> now. Yeah, so three times softer than cotton. Uh, it gets shipped to your door in these little packages. Uh, speaking of packages, room for yours. Um, I got uh, one with like I, I got a new package that they got little pandas on them. Like they're they're cute, and I, I don't want to get too 
personal, but my girlfriend loves to really get down there and grab it because it's soft. It's fun for everybody from both sides. I've looked at undies from both sides now. I've, every morning I get up and I put on a new pair of underwear, and uh, and it's always a special surprise. Uh, my girlfriend uh, looks at me at the foot of the bed, and I do a little dance like like a 90s Mike Myers kind of thing. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's comfortable, and it makes me and it makes the first moment of my day uh, affirmative. I actually no- normally sleep in the nude, guys, if I can be quite honest with you. But sometimes I don't now. I'll leave those meandies on because I feel like I'm just being slightly molested by a by a sexy ghost person. Don't let the name fool you. They're your undies too. Yeah, we don't own your undies. This is not our undies. This is your undies. We're talking about you undies. They might as well be called. Undies. I mean, undies starts with a U. Is that two on the nose? You can't spell undies without me. Go to MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. And if you're not ready for a subscription, that's okay. You can still save money because MeUndies is offering 20% off your first pair. Just use your special URL, MeUndies.com dot com slash harmontown and get 20 percent off your first pair of ghost huggers spencer I, wh- wh- what are you waiting for why, why are you why are you so late to this uh this party i'm not ready for a subscription yet but that's okay because i can still save because meundies is offering me 20 percent off my first pair just using our special url meundies.com slash harmontown to get 20 percent off my first pair so go ahead i should revamp my underwear drawer i deserve it you're right jeff I, i'll say this spencer dan you and i we're going to monitor you, Spencer. We're going to know without even asking, without talking about it. We're going to be able to tell yeah. when you're wearing the softest cotton underwears of all times. It's three times softer than cotton. You mark my words. The next time you see me, I'll have revamped my underwear drawer because I deserve it. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. Once again, that's MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. That's Me- MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. Member FDIC. Uh, what is it under culture? Oh, the Colbert cocksuck thing. Um, yeah, do, well, do we have any gay, gay uh, attendees that don't mind being a little bit of an ambassador for... Uh, uh, that's good, too. That's Please, please come and be a minority ambassador. ambassador. I just, well, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just really curious. Like, we, we were having that conversation. I don't even know if the Colbert thing happened. We were here last week, and I happened to mention it because we Rob and I are constantly saying we suck dick, and you suck dick, and suck a dick, and... And, uh, that was Rob. Yeah, and I, I, I've I've tried to remove all of the gay is uh, stupid, gay is lame, gay derogatory stuff from my regular parlance. It's 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 you know I catch myself now and then, but like I see the I see the hurt in that, and I try to I've I've been, but but and then and then there's like this curtain that I recognize where I'm like, oh when you say. Uh, two people, like two same-sex corrupt politicians whose relationship you're trying to satirize for its inappropriate level of intimacy in spite of not supposing to be connected, like to say they're sucking each other's dicks, um, are you... you, How much homophobia parts per million are you smelling in that? Because I don't think it should be binary. They go, that's homophobic or that's not. I want to respect a gay person that would say, you know what, that smells pretty much like you hate gay people and you're hiding behind a couple of technical things, like 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 a date on the thing but yeah it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a puzzler because it's like well i could definitely see if you if your car breaks down and you say my car sucks dick 
I think that that's way on the other side of a line that I've learned to recognize. Where I'm like, well, I think you're saying your car is gay because it broke down, <laughs> and you're saying your your car doesn't. You don't like your car, and you're and you're you're equating that with the car b- b- engaging in gay. You're behavior. so much more evolved than I am. I, 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 but, but I mean, these are words, by the way, that no one was ever consciously employing for those purposes. But it's just like you're you. But then we're all taking a lot of, another look through them. But and so I'm saying like when I looked through them again, I was like, yeah, yeah. You t- if you say like, like I would sit in the community edit bay and I'd go like, oh, get rid of that shot. That's fucking gay. And then like, a- a- and then after a while, like somebody told me the editor was gay, and I was like, what the fuck? And I, and I, and I, and I apologize. I was like, by the way, I'm so sorry. I grew up in the '70s in the Midwest, and I, I think I've been saying, I think I've been saying that a lot of shit is gay when I mean it's bad, and I'm really sorry about that. And I, and I, and I was actually still at the time I was going like, oh. I violated protocol, uh, and and but then he said, in accepting my apology, he goes, "Well, I was never going to say anything, but I'm glad you apologized because uh, when I hear that word, I go back to a playground in my head where I was finding out I was different and was finding out that that was a bad thing and that the people in control of me uh, could like just make me feel bad for who I, you know." And he just like like in a human way, and I was just like. Oh, the worst. So then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to, but so then there's just now this new frontier of like, well, Colbert said, implied that Trump is sucking on Putin's cock as as to, to characterize the level of corrupt relationship between them. Is that still, do we have to, do we have to hedge weed, weed whack? We do. We do. Typical black man. (laughs) (laughs) Always with your boundaries about homosexuality. (laughs) Your community is so first to worship gay people. (laughs) We do love you, RuPaul. We love you. Um, (laughs) It's... It, maybe it's that the act started with women that makes us start there. Right. Not necessarily even starting with well, the gay. idea that servicing a cock at all, there be you go. a woman or a gay man, is like, oh, yeah. you're the weaker person because you you slobber on my knobber. We're so sex. <laughs> we're so sexist that it makes us homophobic. But 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 then I, but then I and I know this isn't a technical issue, but I don't know how else to talk about it other than that. But it's like like but th- but then I go like, well, wait a minute, no, there's two guys. So someone's getting their dick sucked and it's not the it's not the stronger person necessarily like there's no inherent to say two politicians that happen to be male neither of them has a vagina no, like if like oh trump well trump wasn't a well of course wasn't going to vote that way in the un because of course he's all up in putin's butt or he's sucking putin's cock is i mean what it is we'll break that down for me just for the sake of it um the deal is that if we had a great deal of respect for people who suck cocks to begin with that joke wouldn't play. But because we always, always put down the person Right, who because might... we never say he's eating her out. Well, we never, we don't you, say, we, we, don't, we right. don't say, oh, right. well, the prime minister of right. this is like That's obviously it. eating her pussy. Like, we right. don't say that. Right. And then when you, it, it's the craziest thing to hear a man talk about how he got a deal on a car or how he got a deal on a house in front of his wife or his girlfriend because he, he got he'll be like, man, I, I was supposed to pay 10000 but I only paid 8000 I told that motherfucker, suck my dick. Ain't that what I told him, baby? Suck my dick. <laughs> suck my dick, baby. Suck my, oops, you are a person 
person who sucks my dick. And that's where it fucking starts. All right. So if we had handled it, and this is the shittiest thing about shit like that, is that if motherfuckers would just handle their shit, we could go back to telling the full wide range of jokes. Right. You know, like well, if, because if, you also, were, yeah. if you weren't racist or sexist or homophobic, the material that we could fuck with would be amazing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like in the 70s, it was like shit was getting edgier. Chevy Chase said the N-word to Richard Pryor's face in a sketch on SNL. Right. Like, I'm not saying we peaked prog- progressively there. Like that's our that's our goal. So we just want to be able to say the N-word to black people on TV. I, I but but we were we were You can say it. We were we were <laughs> We were more racist by our definitions now, but we were also comedically bolder. That's just like like it, it's different from uh, Sinatra and the Rat Pack, like abusing Sammy as if he was uh, not a human being. Like we look at the '60s comedy, and oh, Don Rickles said this or that, but then he'd say we all love each other and stuff. Like, but the 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 idea of the experimentation, the fascination, people like like saying, look. Uh, cards on the table. I don't understand this or that or that that area. I think that's what really scared us comedically, philosophically, it, it, and, it, and, it, and it threatened some kind of uh, deep state. <laughs> and it's a money train. It's back in the day. It was in the seventies. They monetized talking about race and gender and rape and things like that. Whereas, I'm whereas now they sort of were like, we want money, but we don't want money by alienation. So they're they're more likely to turn on a product that is appeasing to all people that doesn't start any controversy. In the seventies, they were like, there's money Money and controversy. I call my girlfriend the N word constantly. <laughs> but does she act like that? <laughs> I mean, the lights love that one. <laughs> Did we get the lights? The lights got brighter because that joke was so great. <laughs> <laughs> Did we get the light? I do want to confess that, and I don't know if I'll stop or not. I have to look within myself, but it's like it's thing. I mean, we do. We, my girlfriend and I do so much fucked up shit that we could that I could never share. No matter how honest our society got, like the things that we say when we have sex, the things that we <laughs> get up to, the things that way. I, I I find that you know what my my relationship with McGathy was very public. It was a public marriage. It was a public divorce. It was a public like we were we were pretty transparent about every thought and feeling we had, and with. With Cody, it's like, well, Cody doesn't want to be on a podcast, and when we, we we're, we're private, like we, we, I, like I, I, I'm starting to appreciate the concept of privacy, and I, <laughs> and I, and I, and I, but I, but I want to admit that, that, like, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's a, I, it, if there was a more horrible word than it, then I would call her that when we were talking. When it was like, like, do you want to get a sandwich? But you know, like, and, like, and it, and it, and I, and I. I I know that words aren't magical, but I, but I, I, I think the difference is like when you're when, the things that we get up to in public when we're talking, when we're communicating in public. The purpose of language is to share each other's minds and to avoid misunderstanding. And so when we have arguments about technical rules about language in public, we're kind of defeating the purpose of language, which is to be understood and to gain each other's trust. Like we, we, and that, and that's a, that's another thing that I've like that where I used to be a different kind of guy. I used to be this whole like if somebody said this word or that word is like should be taken off the menu 
I would immediately leap to the place of this is a slippery slope and First Amendment and you have to be able to express yourself. But it's like over time, hey, maybe maybe I get tired and sold out and whatever. But I think it's more like, well, wait a minute. We were never talking about legality. Nobody that ever said that this word offends me ever wanted to actually pass a law keeping you from being able to say anything. They're only saying this hurts me and that's their First Amendment right. And like uh, that's the beautiful thing about language is someone being able to reach out to you and say, when you say the word pickle, uh, uh, my dad hit me with pickles. So <laughs> it causes a reaction to me. You don't have to. You, you don't have to be like you piece of shit, you right. Nazi fuckface. Pickle, pickle, pickle! Get your hands off my body! Um, it's not. It's, you, no one is touching you. No one's trying to take your words away. They're, they're, that's one person, and they might not be an expert in telling you. They, they might be a dummy. They might be. They might be an entitled piece of shit. Like, you know, like, like, like maybe they're an unlikable fucking oaf that also, in addition to that, gets hurt when they hear the word pickle. Maybe they're lying. Maybe they love the joy of being hurt by things. Maybe they're dishon- the, the But the, the larger truth is you can keep saying the word pickle all you want. There's a, but, like, oh, thank goodness. I use that word all the time. I'm sorry. I interrupted you to train yeah, thought. Go keep, ahead. Keep going, Dan. <laughs> keep going. Keep well, going. Let's turn it over to you guys. Oh, for shit. No. You don't have to I listen to what to these say. pickles you have were, to say. You are on a roll. Fuck. Anyways, yeah, I don't, but I, th- I well, I think I look at that whole thing, and I was, I was like, I think everybody played it right. I mean, I don't think, I think, I think anybody hashtagging Fire Colbert is kind of dumb. I think that's really stupid because, like, that's not going to solve anything, and you're actually not speaking. You're not, you're not using your I statements. You're not saying. I think a hashtag like. Uh, I don't, you know, I'm gay and I, that hurts my feelings. It's probably too long a hashtag. Um, like something where you're, where you're like accountable, where you go like, I personally, I don't like the smell of that. And then there's like hashtags are for like solidarity where you go, plus I'm not alone. Check it out. Um, but we have to get over that mob mentality too, because there's a lot of people that deserve respect that shouldn't be required to have a million people marching before we give them our respect. Anyways, uh, the, but, but the, but like, Colbert said Putin Trump sucks on Putin's dick and then he did it in the midst of an important fucking tirade about what a piece of shit this horrible criminal president was and and how offensive he was and 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 how he's not entitled to his own feelings and he can get up and have a hissy fit whenever he doesn't feel comfortable in an interview because he's a fucking piece of human garbage and and when Colbert gets upset and his words have power and things and in the midst of that he said like oh he sucks on Putin's dick and then people are like that hurts or that's homophobia and like half of them were conservative and then Colbert's quote-unquote apology was like, I used words that were more harsh than maybe they should have been, but I would have said, I'd say it again. I'd do the thing that I did again. Well, you used the word cockholster. Right. (laughs) Which is hilarious. (laughs) Right? Yeah, and it's like, we're the trolls now. That's the important thing. Like, we're the ones that are disenfranchised, and, and like, one power that we should have is the power to say things that get attention. Uh, I we don't can't know. talk shit. That's not, our, that's not our thing. That's what they do. 
Republicans yeah. are good at that. They're full of hate. Not all Republicans, but that side. So whenever we try to talk shit back to them, yeah. we look stupid. We keep it self-destructive. Not, yeah, it's not our thing. We're not good at firebombing. We're not good at excluding. We're not good at being racist and prejudiced. So we shouldn't try to do that shit. That's what fucked him up, is he was trying to play their game. We kind of have to remember, don't yeah. do that shit. A you should be at home writing in your journal. Oh, shit. <laughs> that we have to figure out some way. There has to be like a, there has to be some product we can sell on Cafe Press that's a little Brandon. A little for, pickle. For white writers. <laughs> it's your angry Brandon writing coach. <laughs> you call that 500 words? Half of them are semicolons. <laughs> okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I, I live close. <laughs> That's that's what that's what that's what your your privileged fragile white writer needs is a little he needs a he needs a magical mentor to like anger Vance him into uh, writing in his dream journal. That's good. What the fuck that's are you doing? Good. Get your hand out of my pocket. I saw your dream sequence. It was real good. <laughs> Too many flashbacks. Uh, did I uh, wait? Oh, Jesus. I, I unplugged this because it was blinking, and I, you know. So let's plug it back in. <laughs> Cordry, what have you been up to? Yeah, what? What? What have you been up to? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, we gonna, we're just going to fucking do a 180 right into my life? Look, I'm no Jeff Davis. He would have been much smoother. <laughs> I don't know if Jeff would have said that. <laughs> If Jeff would have turned right to me. <laughs> How are you getting drunker and drunker? You haven't had anything to drink. Like, we, you, you, I do have oh, okay. a drink. I have a drink, and I've had a lot to drink. I've been drinking since 4. Oh, okay. 4 p.m. <laughs> yeah, 4 p.m. America. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't start drinking in, until 4. Mostly 5. But that, uh, it's, it bleeds into four. <laughs> it bleeds into the, yeah, 4.30, probably. You get the vodka out of the... Yeah, I get like, even sometimes, o'clock. some days I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's three o'clock. <laughs> we're, we're in the five o'clock family. Don't have, yeah. don't have to be any place. If I was in New why York, it'd be eight. Why don't we, yeah, that's a good one. Why don't we just start drinking? <laughs> Let's drink about it. <laughs> What's going on with you, Shrab? You've, you've been pretty critical. Yeah, of what about you, Shrab? What your deal? You've kind of been riding me and implying that I don't have good time management skills and that I don't treat no, my guests well. No, I, I never said that. I yeah, was well, curious. you implied it. How? How was I implying? Just, I was just kind of riding me. You've been kind of riding me tonight. I've been writing. Oh, why don't you do that? Why don't you do that now? I don't oh, remember. Good thing this. you're doing that. You know, it's I don't remember that. Like, what do you? What do you? What, what if you? What if you had the show? Go ahead. Uh, oh, Better shit. be good. Just been kind of lonely. Lately. Oh, good. I'm glad you're talking about that. <laughs> Paid five dollars, came to Burbank. Now you're talking about that. That's how it feels. That's how it feels. You just gotta deflect, deflect him off of you. Stop doing on that, to Brandon. Get him on to Brandon. Spencer likes it when he doesn't have to talk the whole. Oh show. yeah, no, I can't yeah. get enough. <laughs> that sounds like sarcasm. Yeah. No, it's not. That's not sarcasm, like sarcasm at all. <laughs> I mean, look. 
it's Jeff. Jeff fucked us. He's, he's out there somewhere. Oh, he's yeah. No, this sucking is on Ryan uh, Stiles' yeah. dick. Yeah. <laughs> because he's a bad person. God damn it. You we came so far. He's just so sucking close. dicks. He's just. Oh, <laughs> I'm a bad person. I'm weak. I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was me burning it on an altar. Like, we'll inhale it now, but now it's gone. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna skip it. I'm not gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a pure hundred percent like. Uh, it's a, what I, are you gonna I, skip? The, like like gay oh, analogy okay. or gay 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 evocation in uh, diatribe. You can say it when it's a positive thing though. That's how that works. Oh my god! Oh. I, did you guys see Get Out? It sucks so much dick. <laughs> no. Yeah, all right, it yeah, fucking exactly. blew me like a 32-year-old girlfriend. Get, it, get out. That Ferris wheel was so gay. Get, get <laughs> that Ferris wheel fucked my ass. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. I mean, we really will be there in this 20 years. This is the best Wi-Fi in the world. It's totally fucking oh me God, up the ass. God, this Wi-Fi is fucking my ass, oh bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> We will be there, yeah. Because, oh my because God. straight and gay people and bi people and non-binary people will all be putting everything in any hole you can find or yeah. or simulate with a USB card in your brain. I want to suck know? this app's cock. You'll be able to, like... That's the thing about <laughs> progress is that we always act like we advance, but the truth is... I want to like, make out with Letterbox. Like, they're going to invent some product. They're going to invent some pill that just makes you cool with, like, anything. And then, and then we're all going to look down on the cavemen that we were and, yeah. There's a song called Me and My Bitch, which is derogatory, but it's kind of sweet because it kind of pulls it up from uh, Notorious B.I.G., I recommend. And in it, it says, she looks so good, I'd suck on her daddy's dick. Have there been any, has there there been a a, a strong, and maybe, I guess I'm racist for asking you this question. Has there been a strong gay rapper like yeah. like like a uh, like who MC Queen hug, Latifah? Hug why am I? Why did I riff a name of a gay rapper thinking that that would land with yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> MC sucking nut. Like, what, 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 where did I think that was gonna go? That was gonna make anyone happy. <laughs> you might have broke a new story. Uh, wait, yeah, no. What, what, who's, a, who's a gay rapper? That... Queen Latifah's gay. Queen um, Latifah. Oh, okay, guy, guy, guy MC gay Light. Guy. MC Light is gay. Gay, gay man. A, oh, I didn't know I was Frank. Frank, well, Frank Ocean's Ocean? not really Frank, a rapper. Well. He's more of a singer. Oh, man. He is more of a singer. Look, hey, I don't hear no gay rock stars. <laughs> um, and there's Love. nobody. Freddie Mercury, you're right. Freddie Mercury. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't want to talk about white stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but hold on. You can't. You, we're, we're Freddie Mercury, that's like curating history. Like, wait, Was he openly gay when he. No. I, I, I no. br- brother, I know the band's name was Queen, and as I, and I know they, I know how they dressed, but I also Judas Priest was the same way, and yeah. believe me, my mom did not know Queen was gay, like, 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 nor did my brother, who was like, I want to be free, like, 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 he was like, this fucking thing fucks ass, <laughs> like, like, we were all like watching Flash Gordon and being like, fucking Queen rocks, like, let's go get laid with pussies. <laughs> there was no, it was possible to. Uh, the, I don't know if Freddie Mercury was, was he openly gay when, no. he, when he was when no, Queen he was, was like topping the he charts. That's weird because like, Judas Priest was like like uh, like like the the, the the what was his name? Sorry, the uh, 
Halperin, 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 I mean, you know, we look and we laugh. We go like back then, but but like the truth is that it was like a weird thing. Like it's always been that way. Like you have Paul Lind in the Hollywood Squares, and he's just going like, oh, I think I do it with this way, and everyone's like, that's hilarious. He's so silly. And and Liberace. We have like we were able to like we're weird with my grandmother had one of her best friends was named Donald I don't remember his last name he's dead he's long dead but he was a confirmed bachelor that's what she used to call it and that's what that's what you know like liberal yeah. people called gay people yeah. back then Lib- that's the funniest joke confirmed in uh, Lego Batman I don't know if it made the final cut or if I saw like an animatic that didn't the, 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 the Lego Batman uh, Batman at one point says to Alfred uh, uh, are you because <laughs> Batman's like like Alfred's suggesting he settle down and Batman goes like are you <laughs> do you know what the term confirmed bachelor means and Alfred's like do you <laughs> I don't know was that was that in the mo- in the theatrical release or did they like did that just make it right to the end and they're like you can't but you can't I, do that I, I, I love that um there will be certainly someone will come out of the closet those Lego movies are fucking ass <laughs> just trying to get it started <laughs> Yep. (laughs) 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 Fucking ass and taking same-sex names. Uh, All right. Well, we've 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 certainly done our share of show. These these kids have jobs in the morning. Um, Congress is. We got to get these kids home. Yeah. I, be- I believe there's a was, there's a there's a law brewing where uh, you don't get time and a half anymore. I think uh, so. They got to get up bright and early because they have to work yeah. three times as long to make guys, the same money. You guys don't get paid for coming to the show anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no uh, let's close the show with. Uh, an amazing improvised musical thing that I'm very passionate about and totally sober enough to do. (laughs) Hit hit it. (laughs) So reluctant. (laughs) Yo. Wiki, 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 What does that mean? What will that mean? A gay male rapper. I want to get up in the morning with a partner that I love and respect, and he's a man. But I don't respect him because that's the thing. So would a gay rapper be like, fuck all these dicks, suck all these butts, fuck these dudes with all their nuts. Dudes are sluts. I use them up like coconuts. I'm a gay rapper. Fuck a million bucks. Don't care about any of the butts, cause I'm a gay rapper. I don't know. 
Does that further stereotypes of gay promiscuity? Does it dehumanize gayness? Is it a rapper's job to humanize anything? Gay rapper, G-A-Y, fucked your butt, now I won't tell you why. Fucked it, now I walk away. I'm a tough rapper and gay. Do I have to be tough? I don't know. It's a good question. Because you can't be like, wake up in the morning, cook you food. Because I'm in a good mood, because I'm gay. Those curtains gotta go away. That's a stereotype. Yeah. That's fucking dumb. You don't wanna do that. So I think you'd, I think a real gay rapper would be like, my name is Mr. Johnson. I don't do a lot out of the ordinary. I went to the library today, but I didn't read about being gay. Cause I know what that's like. It's like getting your bike taken by a motherfucking forsaken sucker MC that tries to take your shit all day. You know what that's like? I do. Because I'm a gay rapper. I grew up different. I'm harder than you because I'm gayer than you. That's a gay rapping stance. And I'm also better at dancing. That's a stereotype. But it's about black people, not about gay people. Is it racist and homophobic to say, I'm a gay rapper, I dance twice as well? That would be a dangerous area. So you'd stay out of it. You'd say, I'm a gay rapper. I cut down a tree today. I took my shirt off in a non-binary way. I, I wrung it out. I drank a glass of lemonade and hung out. I looked real good to both sexes. I was wielding two axes. I'm a fucking gay lumberjack motherfucker. I'm gonna go to your house and tuck her in. Your, ch your children. And they're safe with me. Even though I have a gold tooth. I'll tell you the truth. I take it out before I suck dick. I'm gonna do it from nine to six. I'm a gay rapper, full time. I don't wanna get paid double time. Congress, you coming for you. Gonna lay you down and do what you do to you. I'm gonna fuck you, your butt with my dick. And then get, make you sick, because my cum's so rich. You're my bitch, but not in a derogatory way. Unless you're not gay. Because if I'm gay and I'm fucking you, it's empowering to, to I'm a gay rapper. I'm a gay rapper. I love to make love to the same sex as me. And I still have the flow. And I still know what it means to grow and to fight everything that you don't know. Ignorance is my enemy. I fucked your mom, so no I didn't. Why'd you fuck a mom? Never fuck a mom because I was drunk and she was trying to force me into a fucking mainstream template. She made me hate myself, put my sexuality on the shelf. Every time you say self, you have to run into a shelf. But I'm gay, so I'm gonna go lateral today. Self. Kelp. I'm a gay rapper. I put your mama on the shelf. 
I am a Christmas elf. Delivered a present, called my dick. She looked at it and said, what's that? Because your mama's gay. And she only was comfortable telling me. It's called disenfranchisement. Is that a surprise to you, man? When you marginalize a people, you're, you're not going to get the truth at the steeple. It's going to happen in clutches. People will go behind your back in hutches, and they gossip and they cat miss Never going back. Gay rapper, look at my arms, look at my pants, look at my charms, look at me, working on the farm, raking, hoeing, feeding the pigs. Gay rapper. Working the land, making plants grow. Everything I know, you don't know. You don't know what it's like on the other side. I'll make your butt twice as wide. I'm a gay rapper. We'll work on it. We'll work on a new stereotype. All right, well, thank you for coming. Brandon wow. Johnson was your comptroller. Thanks so much. What do you think about that, Spencer? Oh, it was great. Seems like you're being sarcastic. Oh, no, not at all. That was Spencer one of the Curtin. best. Thanks, guys. Rob Corgi, did you have a good time? You had a good time? Oh, I had a great time. All right. Yeah. Rob, best one yeah, yet. Yeah, I had a good time, too. Yeah, you, <laughs> seems like you're being sarcastic. Sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Zach McKeever, and uh, uh, in the back doing all the audio, and uh, and Chris Bruff, and uh, uh, I don't, I gotta get good at thanking everybody that helps on the show, because there's, Sarah. I know there's Sarah, but I only know her first name, and so then I, so then I never, I never thank Sarah because I don't, I don't memorize her last she name. Just, she just wants to be called Sarah now, so that's cool. I know, but like now Madonna. that it's out in the open, yeah, I'm gonna start thanking Sarah, and I'm gonna learn her last name. I'm gonna stare at it on a on a poster. So I thank her by default all the time. Just say Sarah, Sarah, so say it twice. Um, Is the show over? Because <laughs> I got a heart out. What's your heart out? I got to go play Minecraft. <laughs> I got a celebrity tennis tournament at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that gay rapper stuff flew. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to listen really back to that and go, good, oh, man. no, that's, that could it, be taken out of really context. Good. That was uh, my favorite rap ever. All right. Okay, well, we'll see you next... Wait, wait, no. Next week, I think I'm gone. I'm going... Cody's birthday. I'm going to Mexico and... Oh, Jesus. You gotta, you gotta go to Mexico to celebrate that birthday, Oh, huh? God. We're losing him to Cody. <laughs> so, I guess when we come back, maybe Jeff will be back? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he Hopefully. will. <laughs> I don't know. Aww. Maybe he won't. Oh, <laughs> maybe goodness. we're cool without him. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we're cool without We just pushed Jeff out of the show that right. started with you. Well, drive safe. Don't expect so many visuals next time. I got kind of bored with it. Yeah. Yeah, that got weird. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming to Harmontown, Burbank. We love you. Drive very quickly, but drive very safely. Please, if you see Jeff Davis, tell him we miss him so much. Always an
branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 